Friday. I'm Brian Colbert Kennedy, and this is Important Not Important. This is the audio version of our community's Webby and Shorty-nominated newsletter. If you're new here, welcome. Your newsletter pairs the most vital science news of the week with specific data-driven action steps that you can take to fight for a better future for everyone. You can get your newsletter in your inbox at importantnotimportant.com or listen to it right here. It's July 23rd, 2021. In an era of overwhelming complexity, you have to be able to hold two truths at the same time. For example, Twitter can be a toxic hellhole and an unrivaled way to converse in real time with professionals you'd never otherwise have access to. We have to fight for legislation to reduce hunger while also feeding people right now, like tonight. We have to equally prioritize climate adaptation and mitigation. We have to suppress SARS-CoV-2 with vaccines and masks to prevent more suffering and deaths and mutations while also coming to terms with the fact that the virus isn't going anywhere and adjusting for that new reality. Self-awareness is just the first step, though. Evaluating a problem and or opportunity via first principles, immovable foundational elements that can't be reduced further, from 30,000 feet down to ground level, so we can design new systems around them via a transparent, measurable, mission-based approach, eliminate emissions from the power sector by 2035, is the step where we struggle the most. Climate change is here, because emissions have kept growing from a variety of sources. A boatload of warming is still built in, even if we went cold turkey by end of day. So we have to adapt for those built-in ramifications while mitigating future emissions by reducing everywhere we can. Wildfires can be both an integral, useful part of an ecosystem, while also being far more likely to cause historic levels of damage because of choices we've made around aforementioned emissions and our built environment. You can hunt for real estate in areas of the country or globe less likely to be devastated by said wildfires or toxic smoke while acknowledging that every single place on the planet is going to see dramatic change. Similarly, we don't really eradicate many viruses. It's important we come to terms with that little nugget. We mostly learn to live with them to varying degrees of success. So we have to reduce the very real damage occurring right now from Delta while solving for an uncertain but vastly more manageable future. Being a shit giver means not only executing on a bunch of awesome action steps, but understanding why you're doing them and not others, or even more applicably, on a variety of them over time, feeling better, making change, and then we all get a day off to binge Ted Lasso. Remember, quote, I promise you, there is something worse out there than being sad, and that is being alone and being sad. Ain't no one in this room alone. In climate change and clean energy news, the climate crisis kicked down the door of the West and Global North this week. In the U.S., the bootleg fire in Oregon is bigger than Los Angeles. Miami's built environment is under a microscope after a building collapse shed light on the region's flooding and Swiss cheese bedrock. Yet another study has shown that marginalized communities in areas with high poverty are subject to temperatures up to 7 degrees higher than wealthy ones. In Europe, up to 1,500 people are missing amid historic floods in Germany and Belgium. Great Britain's National Weather Service issued its first ever extreme heat warning. In the East and Global South, it was the same old news. In Africa, 400,000 people in Madagascar are facing fine, attributable to a climate crisis they basically didn't contribute to. In Asia, it's 100 degrees in Siberia and more than 30,000 square miles have already burned in Russia. 200,000 people were displaced across China after cities received a year's worth of rain in a single day. In South America, Brazilian academics said the Amazon, now a net positive source of carbon emissions, would collapse if Jair Bolsonaro remained president. The past can no longer predict the future. 
or even August, really, but climate change is already responsible for 5 million deaths a year. How are we mitigating the anticipated 15 billion migrants to come in the next 30 years? Bueller? Bueller? You may not live in an area directly prone to fires, but flooding, storms, heat or drought or smoke are right around the corner because this whole thing is connected. Carbon tariffs may be useful if weak, but smoke to migration, no, no borders. The good news? For the first time since polling started in 2009, Americans rate climate change as their second most important issue, just behind healthcare, which is interesting because nothing threatens your health like the only habitable planet in the galaxy becoming not that. So Europe's on it this week with a truly ludicrously detailed plan to reduce emissions by at least 55%, including banning gas cars entirely by 2035. France voted to enact a bunch of smaller, debatable measures like banning short-distance flights in favor of trains. Investors are on notice, finally. China's voted to conserve 25% of its ecosystems. Massive decarbonization opportunities exist in construction, which is great because we have to build so much housing. Carbon offsets are mostly snake oil, but new tech, new ideas, and new regulation abound to clean it up. Even California, the greenest state who still approves new oil wells on a daily basis, might accelerate plans to go clean. Remember, there's decarbonization, and then there's everything else. Your action step. There's actually three options today, okay? Help identify and turn out environmental voters, uh, even if that's texting strangers from your soft pants. Use the U.S. Climate Resilience Toolkit to identify and argue for local climate adaptation and mitigation actions, and or run for something yourself and lead the next generation of elected shitgivers. All those links are in the newsletter. In COVID news, the pizza king of vaccines. COVID has become a disease for the unvaccinated, a pandemic for the rest of us. While Delta is vastly more infectious and fueling unchecked spread among the unvaccinated and a very small percentage of breakthrough infections that are still real, they require more study and breakthroughs are a fraction of overall new cases. For a stretch, those rest of us, you know, the usual marginalized suspects, were deprived of the same access as those able to find time and childcare to get two shots weeks apart. The days of access being an issue are over. Access to vaccines, that is. Availability is another thing altogether. We've never had access to more information and thus more disinformation. COVID disinformation, rampant on Facebook, among others, is like nothing else we've seen before. It's led the U.S. Surgeon General to, quote, we live in a world where misinformation poses an imminent and insidious threat to our nation's health. It means the unvaccinated aren't some anti-vax monolith, not knowingly or purposely, that is. What would help? FDA approval of the mRNA vaccines. While there have been exceptions, FDA approval means thousands more businesses, stores, events, and universities could require vaccines for adults and older kids to come to work or school, enter a grocery store, or attend a concert. You know, like every other FDA-approved and required vaccine in America. Meanwhile, vaccines in the U.S. have plummeted. The West has drastically reduced mortality rates. In England, cases are growing as restrictions are lifted entirely. But in the rest of the world, it's not great, Bob. In Saudi Arabia, 60,000 pilgrims are on their way to Mecca. In India, the true death toll could be well over 3 million. Like wildfire smoke, COVID knows no boundaries. It's still very much with us. And every available host is an opportunity to mutate beyond Delta. But we, you, me, all of us, have moves to make. They require compassion and operating on a local scale. So your action step. Help fight disinformation among Black and Latinx groups in your area by exploring and sharing the conversation. 
a video-heavy campaign led by pediatrician and public health advocate Dr. Ree Boyd, and share those materials on Facebook. The links are in the newsletter. In medicine and biotech news, mental health care, now available everywhere? It's tough out there. Let's practice what we preach. You don't have to be a Hans Rustling completist, I am, to know the world's becoming a vastly better place to live. But we've still got work to do. And racism, inequality, fires, and COVID mean the struggles are more real than ever for a lot of folks, even in America, and maybe especially in America, where deaths of despair are skyrocketing. Quote, many of the problems afflicting the working class span racial groups, and Case and Deaton emphasize that these problems aren't merely financial. Life for many middle and low-income Americans can lack structure, status, and meaning. People don't always know what days or hours they'll be working the following week. They often don't officially work for the company where they spend their days, which robs them of the pride that comes from being part of a shared enterprise. We'll bounce back from isolation and COVID. Our brains are designed to do just that. Next up, we needed more support before COVID. And there's money to be made, and that means our behemoth tech industry is taking five seconds away from building air taxis to LaGuardia to try and make mental wellness and healthcare more available. ZocDoc and Headway have teamed up to improve in-network access to a national network of therapists. Plus, loosened FDA rules allowed Happify Health to launch new prescription-only software designed to directly treat depression. So your action step? Five minutes. Check out this Washington Post article that's linked in the newsletter about practical ways to deal with climate-induced anxiety and depression. You're a shit-giver, but you're not immune, and you're certainly not alone. Hey, it's time for our job of the week. Develop groundbreaking policy for electrifying America as the policy lead for Evergreen Action. Our friends at Evergreen, the shop behind every piece of significant climate legislation on Joe Manchin's desk, seeks a full-time policy lead to support the development of bold, detailed policies to decarbonize our economy and transition to 100% clean energy. Apply today. The link is in the newsletter. In food and water news, you like drugs, Danny? Ah, yes, the whole two things can be true at the same time, especially in capitalism trope. Plant-based alternatives are all over fast food menus. Great. On the other hand, beef, it's what's still selling, and it's still chock full of fucking antibiotics. Check out the chart in the newsletter. It's the worst. So your action step? Donate to the Food Animal Concerns Trust, the NGO behind the all-star group holding restaurant chains to task. The Human Machine Interface. DeepMind says it will release the structure of every protein known to science. From MIT Tech Review, quote, back in December 2020, DeepMind took the world of biology by surprise when it solved a 50-year grand challenge with AlphaFold, an AI tool that predicts the structure of proteins. Last week, the London-based company published full details of that tool and released its source code. Now the firm has announced that it has used its AI to predict the shapes of nearly every protein in the human body, as well as the shapes of hundreds of thousands of other proteins found in 20 of the most widely studied organisms, including yeast, fruit flies, and mice. The breakthrough could allow biologists from around the world to understand diseases better and develop new drugs. Better news? It's an out-and-out competition. From STAT. To a group of researchers at the University of Washington's Institute for Protein Design, the next step was obvious. If you can't beat them, join them. They followed the trail of breadcrumbs DeepMind left, and on Thursday, simultaneously published the results of their AlphaFold dupe called Rose TTA Fold in Science, a month after putting their work on an open access repository. Your action step? While so much of this could be used for good, it's helpful to remember that most of the work is being completed by enormous tech companies with bills to pay. So read up on the six big tech bills struggling their way through Congress so you're ready to make calls when the moment strikes. The link is in the newsletter. Time for the roundup. 
COVID's raging in LA once again as over 3 million adults remain unvaccinated. Maine will make companies pay for recycling instead. It could help. Wait, are the Beyond Chicken Tenders incredible? Saudi Prince vows to drill every last molecule, so that's fun. U.S. life expectancy tanked in 2020, but predictably and mostly for Black and Hispanic Americans. AIDS makes COVID 30% more deadly. A study on the blue carbon wealth of nations. How General Milley prevented Trump from attacking Iran. What the hell are shampoo bars? Truly a clusterfuck of a data leak eliminates all presumptions that data privacy is a thing. Hey, have you heard about important jobs? Every week we share featured roles from importantjobs.com right here in the newsletter. Hiring and want to get your open role in front of our community? Submit a featured role by clicking the link in the newsletter. Here's a few openings. Controller at C16 Biosciences, VP of Business Development at GiveDirectly, and Policy Lead at Evergreen Action. You can browse all open roles or add your own at importantjobs.com. Hey, important podcasts have been in the news. Dr. Christy Eby says heat deaths are preventable. Dr. Cyan Proctor is going to space. Alex's lemonade stand is getting into crypto. Serafina Nance on her favorite star. Boris Kentov has added the exciting new Vote ETF to Betterment's socially responsible portfolios. Get some. All right, that's it for this week. To go deeper on any of the news or to find your action steps, go to importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter. Thank you, as always, for being a part of our community. And thanks for giving a shit. Have a great weekend.